show with Ryan and Taylor. How are you, Ryan? I'm all right, Taylor. How are you? I'm pretty good. Uh, it's been like two weeks since we last talked. Mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. am in a new city. I'm in uh, Adelaide, which is in South, is the capital of South Australia. Mm. Um, uh, and it's just it's it's a place in which COVID doesn't really it, it doesn't exist. It hasn't been here for months, uh, and people don't wear masks. They're still um, they're called like COVID marshals who mm-hmm. like space people out. There's still hand sanitizer everywhere. There's still instructions on like where to stand and okay. how to do 1.5 meters or one adult kangaroo apart. But for the most part, like, there's theaters are open. Uh, I went to a cool night market where people were, like, people were commercing and, like, being around each other in very close quarters in ways that, like, made me nervous but also made me happy. But also, yeah, it's just a totally new and weird experience to be in a COVID-less city. And it's a uh, city is asterisk because it's, it's right, tiny, but right. it's cool. Yeah, but you, it doesn't feel like your sense of safety and comfort is being like totally compromised. Like you're you're somehow like you're bargaining in your head. Like oh, I mean, yeah, like everything worked out the way it's worked out. So of course I should be experiencing this and like I should be comfortable and like I I just ah oh, gosh, it just sounds so fantasy to me mm-hmm. right now, and uh. I don't know. I mean, that's awesome. I'm glad that you and your fellow Adelaideans, Adelaideites, are going to theaters, going to a restaurant, like a market. And yeah. You you haven't had to wear a mask, which is no. Oh. Well, it's 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 crazy because you brought up the sense of safety and security. The mask allows a sense of safety and security. Mm-hmm. Removing that is the part that makes me nervous because you don't... I mean, the whole thing with COVID is that you don't know who has it. It can be, like, transmitted, you know, very covertly. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's just just a a weird fantasy place. Uh, Yeah. Well, let me ask you something, Taylor. Uh, Yeah. So let's say, I mean, what are the testing capabilities of your, you know, how quickly does, do those tests come back? What are the uh, resources, health or otherwise, where just if in a one in a million chance you're able to get COVID in Adelaide, would you feel that you would be in good hands and that the system that exists wouldn't screw you over or that you would, you would have a, uh, a, a, a high likelihood or like yeah of somehow beating it uh there that's a trick question because i'm an immigrant and therefore i don't have the same rights mm-hmm. to healthcare as an australian citizen so it like all ends up on this private health insurance company okay whether or not they cover me and i believe before covid covid would have counted but i know i need i needed to re-up my insurance I, I don't know. I don't know if it's covered, and it's not. I mean, here's the problem with private health insurance. I don't have the bargaining tools to mm. to cover it. You know, because mm-hmm, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. they can just say, "Nah, we don't." That's going to cost us money. We're a business. Uh, we don't have to cover that. Is the whole problem with uh, private health care? Mm-hmm. Um, so, I don't know. Uh, but I will tell you that to cross the border into South Australia uh, was a process because they were they were locked down hard and you couldn't get in, you couldn't cross the states. 
Um, so I do apply online to get through, and they've just, maybe within the last two weeks, relaxed these rules, right. uh, which is why I was able to come over. But I took a COVID test uh, to go across, uh, and it, I got my results within... So here, here's the process is, you go to take a COVID test, and the nurse says, are you prepared to self-isolate for 72 hours while this test is being determined? Is that the same in the U.S.? Because oh. you have to put yourself into self-isolation to get a test, which seems like a disincentive to ever get a test. So certain uh, states and municipalities would yeah. ask those, those similar questions. And that's if folks are even going to get a test in the first place, and like if they even are yeah. going to buy that. To what extent do these areas like actually enforce that? Like Anybody can say, I don't know, half these things are... Uh, I would say half of these things are going by the honor system. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, and I mean, of course, I said I said yes because I was I need I wanted to get the test and I didn't want to bring COVID to South Australia, and I was going to self isolate and that's fine, um, but nobody was there wasn't like a tracker on me, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, the only problem would be is if you know I ran into some sort of law enforcement person who was, you know, who also had access to the information that I wasn't supposed to be out, you know, and who knows, you know. Who knows had the, the chance of that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, but I got the results back in 24 hours, which was great because I was expecting like three days and that was like super quick. Uh, and then the next day I started leaving, started the drive to Adelaide. Gosh. I would pay for that peace of mind. And uh... <laughs> Oh, yeah, and it, it was free. <laughs> oh, yeah. See, and... Mm, Taylor. Well, is it... Does it cost money in the U.S.? Uh, in some places, for probably. something that rapid, oh. uh, and maybe that easily accessible, maybe. Uh, I've been uh, going to a Rite Aid, and every and like maybe the fastest is like forty eight hours. Oh, okay. So I like it's good. It's it's yeah. it's better That's than it has fine. been. Yeah. All right. If you asked me in July, I'd be like, oh gosh, I'm waiting for this forever, <laughs> like five five or seven days. And, you know, everybody yeah. else is in line, but yeah, it's it's weird. It's totally weird. Um, New yeah. York just mandated folks to get tested if you're a visitor, unless you're yeah. from a the the vicinity of Connecticut, New <laughs> Jersey, I think Massachusetts. I'm not sure about Pennsylvania. It goes into effect uh, Wednesday. Okay. I think because just yeah, cases in New York are just are, are spiking up. It, we're hitting the second, third wave. I, I, I don't know. It, stateside, Taylor. Yeah. It's 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 a muck, but uh, that's yeah, that's par for the course. Uh, yeah, I'm 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 so happy that you're able to, yeah, to move in and and uh and settle in pretty quick, pretty turnkey. I'm sure. Yeah, I f I feel very guilty, very survivor's guilty. Hmm. And, uh, well, okay, one, one last COVID test tangent question. Okay. Because this this is the first time I got a test because I'm just at less risk when you're in Australia. There's you just do the swab. fewer cases. <clears throat> I did the, they jam it in your nose and they jam it in your mouth. One nostril, one mouth. <laughs> really? I haven't done the mouth. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh... It was almost, it was, it, I was anticipating it to be, like, relatively uncomfortable. Like, I had heard that it had been not great, like a not pleasant experience. Mm -hmm. But of all the medical things that I've done, that might be the easiest thing. 
Uh, yeah, I don't know. Ooh, How I'm, did you feel? I'm going to push back on that. If, if you do it through the nose, it, it, is, it is uncomfortable. It feels like that moment when you're about to sneeze, but just yeah. like it stays there a little bit longer. And I don't know. I mean, like you, you hear that the ancient Egyptians like pull the brain out through, the, yeah. you know, through the nose. And I, that's how I felt. But, uh, I don't know. Yeah. It, here's the thing. You're, you weren't self-administering it. Somebody else was doing it for you, right? Yes, that's true. So yeah. that's another comfort too. That's, is like, yeah. you know, the idea that somebody's going to do it and do it the right way. I, yeah. Maybe, yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe all these tests that I've taken so far that I've, or that are seemingly negative has just been a bunch of snot. And I'm, I'm not, ugh. ugh. Yeah, that's, I don't feel Yeah, like the it. idea that a self-test, because... Maybe you can't mess it up. Maybe you can. Mm-hmm, I don't know how mm-hmm. testing for this works, but yeah, that's a whole other layer. Yeah. But I thought, I thought it was like fashionable to get the test. You know what I mean? Mm. Like I hadn't done it yet, and it seemed cool. Just it another notch like on the your right belt thing to do. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, and it, and it seems like in twenty years, if we survive, uh, then telling your kids about the COVID times would include needing to talk about how the the test and if you didn't get the test aren't you i don't know not behaving responsibly at the least you know and mm-hmm. and then isn't i don't know i just had this weird sensation of being like oh i'm, I'm a cool guy now like oh, i'm doing the right right thing yeah. i'm doing the fashionable cool thing but you're also doing your part to a degree right yeah like that's that's like yeah. you know i think you know some folks have really turned this into like well no this is your this is your dude this is this is the way that you fulfill your bargain or your yeah your contract with society is that like yeah if yeah. you need to get tested get tested so before That's you true. do things and like it sounds like you're doing you know, whether you well you, you are mandated to but i don't know would would you have done it anyway no i was not mandated to oh. i yeah which also seems weird that uh, I mean, South Australia opened the border to people who are not getting COVID tests. There's a lot of rules. Okay. But, but yeah, basically from my state, I could just go. And I didn't need to get a test. But I didn't want to bring... I don't want to be the backpacker who brings a deadly disease into the town, you know? Yeah, I wouldn't want... It's you, just not a good look. Yeah, just slapped across the front page of... Yeah, it yep. would look trashy, right? And um, Rupert Mur- Murdoch would have a field day. Yeah. <laughs> He should cut you a check for all the papers that you'd sell. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, you know, COVID, yeah. COVID, no, no COVID. Um, I'm, I'm happy you're in, uh, you're in a different part of the world. I'm glad that uh, there's the opportunity for you to move about freely. And, uh, yeah, I, 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 I don't know. It's, that's great. That's great. Are you, yeah. are you, so, I mean, here's the thing though. I, have we asked about like, I mean, do you like it? Uh, the actual town, it feels unfair to judge any new city or town in this point in time. <laughs> sure. Um, I wrote a long, I wrote to our, our nurse friend, a long comparison between Adelaide and Pittsburgh. Uh, and it's, it's just very much, I think like the key points were it's Pittsburgh, but it's warmer and it's slightly cleaner and there's less traffic and there's more parks and you're five minutes from the beach, but it is still Pittsburgh in that there's like really nice food uh, and a variety of people, and it's a city, and there's public transit. Um, but the big problem I have with Adelaide, and I, I don't mean to diss Adelaide, is that the distance between interesting places within the city is large enough that walking becomes annoying. 
So if you're walking in New York City, a, a block might be a long way, but there's going to be a lot of interesting things if you're in an interesting neighborhood. Mm-hmm. But in Pittsburgh, if you're walking in, uh, where's that Target? <laughs> Liberty. East Liberty. East mm-hmm, Liberty. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If you're walking from one restaurant to a bar, it's like a 15-minute walk, you know? And okay. that's fine. <laughs> but it's just different from being in Sydney where I can, like, walk around my neighborhood and there's, like, a million different cool cafes and bars. There right. are a million different cool cafes and bars. They're just, like, way more spread out. Minor minor complaint. Yeah. It still, it still sounds better than Pittsburgh. Well, that's, that's for sure, yeah. Right, right. So uh, I'll roll with that. I immediately want to yeah. go there. So <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. everybody should come over. It's really cool here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, how have you been doing? Because we just talked about me for a while. How have you been the last two weeks? Okay, so? pretty pretty good. Uh, what was it? The last time we talked, I was in Massachusetts, kind of, mm-hmm. kind of having my own little self-care weekend. Yep. A little ex- yeah, extended weekend there. Um, I actually just came back from a quasi quarantine and uh and weeks week long stay with our mutual friend Vince. Yep. And uh I had the opportunity last weekend to go or yeah, two weekends ago. Last week uh the before that week long stay, I went to a wedding with him to uh Latrobe PA, which is just outside of Pittsburgh to go to uh, attend his sister's wedding and then figured as a uh as a way of just uh yeah, change of scenery, stayed with him and his roommates, uh, Eloise, who we know. Yeah, and I love, David, love I'm not sure if you know. Uh, yep, I know. Yep, so, yeah, spent about a week there, and I worked from home, and cooked really nice meals, and it was, uh, had a, yeah, bit of a nostalgia fest. Uh, yeah, and now I'm back home, and the weekend before the, oh, by the way, this is, uh, it, right now, on this, on this side of the hemisphere, it is yep. Halloween night. Yes. Uh, it's also daylight savings, and uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So two a.m. will become one a.m. Um, wow! Whoa, that's yep. a big because Halloween they usually like move it off the weekend to, pre- to prevent right. chicanery, mm-hmm. but also having an extra hour. I know. Wow, a I real know. Hallow's Eve. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So if you were at a socially distant or you know small Halloween mm-hmm. shindig get together party. Yeah. yeah, you could you could kind of uh, get some extra yeah some extra time in there. So I am going to a neighbor's. We'll see what happens. Uh, I have. Oh, let me see if I can. Uh, I'll show you this. So I wore this yeah. at a Halloween. Well, no, no, it wasn't <laughs> Halloween. I wore this at a Oscars party uh, wow. in February. It's a uh, for for folks who can't see. Well, yeah, you can't see, of course. Um, it is a, a peach emoji costume. It's very, yep. yep, and it's, uh, yeah. Uh, what do you wear on the bottom? Uh, I'm like, just, are you I'm wearing, just, like, l- no, pants I'm or, jeans. like, l- yeah, leggings that jeans. blend in? Yeah, I'm just wearing, I'm okay. just wearing what I have, and it just looks like uh, a person. And <laughs> It's a peach emoji. <laughs> it's a peach emoji <laughs> draped over him. Uh, yeah, I don't, I, it's, uh, it's silly. Definitely silly. Mm-hmm. But that's, that's, uh, that's, uh, that's fun. It's fun. Uh, I don't even know if there's 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 even costumes at this thing, but uh, there's food, and I like food, yep. and so yeah, I, I don't know. I'm not. May like, as well be festive. Yeah, I, I, Halloween only comes once a year. 
So yeah, you're a Halloween fan, right? I'm pretty. I'm, I get I'm pretty impression. big ha- Halloween fan. It's you know, it's fun. I'm not like, I don't know when it's like October first, and I just you know turn everything into witchy ghouly stuff. But I mean, there's a lot of fun in going to haunted houses and watching scary movies and yeah. Uh, kind of leaning into all that creepy stuff but uh, yeah i'm pretty pretty low-key i think when you know compared to other folks who um adore halloween uh yeah yeah Yeah. so i'm I'm doing that uh of course uh we don't have to to dwell on this it's the weekend before the election the america yeah the the united states presidential election and election (laughs) in general and then we'll stop at that that's it that's it uh so I, that was one of my bullet points. Was it's okay. the election? I mean, it's, it's yeah, it's looming. Three days, or it is, is it three days. Three days. I think it's important to document our feelings at this moment in time. Uh, so I did want to include a brief chat. We don't have to if it stresses us out too much. Um, but well, I think uh, it's imp- it's important. <laughs> yeah. Tell you what, Taylor. Whatever yeah. happens, the world yeah. will be fundamentally different. Right. Yeah. It'll, it'll feel yep. better. It'll feel worse. It'll. It'll. And I don't know what I'm going to do. That night, that morning, <laughs> I am on the edge of my seat. Uh, but otherwise, I'm cool. I'm. Uh, I don't. I mean, yeah. This is. It. It. It kind of creeps forward. Uh. Or yeah, to the forefront of your of your mind and 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 your mm-hmm. daily activity. But yeah, I'm still navigating work and trying yeah. to be okay with uh, everything that's going on. I really enjoyed my time in uh, at the wedding. Uh, I mean, going to a COVID <laughs> wedding, that's that is bizarre. Yeah. Outdoors, 35, 50 some folks, maybe I would say 35 folks, leaning toward more 35 folks. The idea of folks celebrating, despite all of the wackiness that's been going on. Uh, to celebrate it with a friend who uh, I have lived with and have uh, really gotten close to these past couple of years and to somehow uh, sort of wax poetic and 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 feel those similar uh, friendship beats uh, throughout yep. the week it was uh it felt really restorative it felt it felt good it felt like it, yeah. it felt like you know kind of coming to center yeah and uh, I'm yeah I, I'm glad that even in this bananas, bonkers type of year, I get to say that, like, yeah, I spent a week over at Vince's, and despite it being in Philadelphia, it yeah. was, uh, yeah. I felt, it felt like I was at home. So I didn't really, uh, yeah, yeah, I wasn't having a lot of fun in the, in the environs of Philadelphia. Funny enough, and we should mention, this is the, earlier this week, mm-hmm. a, uh, black man in West Philadelphia was uh, shot down by local police uh, despite the uh, the folks in the neighborhood and his own mother trying to uh, de-escalate the situation and it uh, in turn created uh, peaceful protests as well as riots in the mm-hmm. area and uh, so it was a uh, very strange and serendipitous to be in that uh, metropolitan area while all yeah. of that was going on. Uh, but uh, all, all to say that I, I still uh, enjoyed my time in Philly. It was, uh, yeah, and uh, I'm, I'm glad I was there. 
fearful for how that uh, situate. Well, obviously, like feel terrible at how that turned out, and also fearful for the way that folks perhaps might leverage or weaponize the response to that to somehow, you know, sway the election or sway, you know, uh, the way that uh, folks should handle or vote uh, when it comes to law enforcement. That aside, again, I had a fun time in Philly. I had, I had a an authentic Philly cheesesteak, and it was gross, but it soaked up <laughs> the alcohol that I drank last night. Uh, last night, we watched this Japanese film called House, Houseu. Uh, upon uh, John Tioli's recommendation, you can tell that it was it was definitely a John Tioli recommendation. Yeah. I'll just say that. Uh, well, he yeah. has taste. He has opinions. And uh, yeah, yeah. that's why I, we I, like I, him. Yeah. 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 So, uh, I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm at a good place right now. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. You seem level. You seem leveler than uh, our previous conversations, I guess. Then. Yeah. I, 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 uh, yeah, level I think is is a great way of putting it. I, I think the idea and I, being with Vince for that extended amount of time has really crystallized the idea that I, if I seek help, or rather if I seek the folks who make me feel that mm-hmm. everything's okay, or just you know, uh, yeah, bring me back to that place of uh, feeling valid. Uh, feeling loved, feeling wanted, all those other things. That uh, yeah, I can get, I can get through anything probably. So that's great. Wow, yeah, what a yeah. what a realization. Wow. Oh my goodness. Right. Oh, and then this is this is somebody who I don't really have to work that hard toward being vulnerable with or being honest or authentic mm-hmm. and all these other. I mean, it's this, the same sort of energy that I try to bring to this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But just imagine just being in a household where you can feel like that all the time. Uh, it sounds great. It sounds great. It felt great. Um, <sighs> made a lot of nice meals and uh, yeah, just felt really generous and whole and warm and uh, yeah, I yeah, I want to feel that way all the time. Yeah, yeah. Let's form a commune. <laughs> <laughs> we have one, you know, like yeah. at least previously, right? But uh, yeah, it was yeah, it was good. So uh, yeah, really vibing off of that. I've been feeling regarding the election, I feel like I'm on the opposite side. I've been like super stressed out uh, about that and and just about moving and COVID and uh, my visa's running out and uh, my money's running out, you know, all the classic problems. Uh, But the election is like this centerpiece to every conversation I have with anybody who figures out that I'm American is like... Uh, oh, it's always like America. You should be glad that you're not in America right now, and that's true. And I am. Um, but then there's always this weird chess game of like, what do you mean? <laughs> mm. uh, like, because because uh, I, I had this conversation with this guy yesterday, and he said something like, well, I said something like, well, the election's coming up. I was basically said the same thing. I'm stressed out. There's the elections coming up. Uh, I got work to do. Uh, COVID. Blah blah blah. And then, and then that guy was like, "Yeah, the wrong people have been in power for too long." And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah. Wh- wait, what? Like, cause what does that mean? Cause of course anybody can agree with that. Everybody would agree that the wrong people have been in power. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I, maybe he was just the cleverest sidestepping of the conversation. But that's been ringing in my head. It's like, well, what does he mean? And then, 
And then uh, I listened to his, his story of how he got here, and very fascinating person who walked across the border to Queensland, which is still legal to do from New South Wales. He's still... That's illegal. You can go to jail for that. To, like, mm. find work as a sheep shearsman, which is a job still, I guess. And <laughs> and then walked back, and he had left his car on the other side of the border, so he, like, camped through the mountains. And then Is this a reliable his... narrator? I, I, yes, I totally believe him, because he's, like... He looks like a, a badass army dude, and he is. He he served in the military, and okay, okay. Uh, and then he drove through uh, through New South Wales to South Australia, um, through the desert. But his car broke down in the middle, so then he just started walking. And he walked, I guess, to somewhere to to get a different way through because you can't. It's just way too. You'll die. You know, it's <laughs> way too far to walk. But he's like, yeah, I left my car because. Even if I had gone to the nearest farm station and they were able to tow it, like it would have been stripped by people. And I'm like, I don't think that's true. I don't think, I don't think there's enough people in the desert to be willing to strip a car for parts so quickly that I don't know. Maybe this isn't. Like, I don't know. I just had this weird conversation, <laughs> and the election and who is right and who is wrong is always on my mind and I am in constant turmoil about the state of reality. <laughs> that's tough. Yeah. Uh, that, that's, that's, well, that's everybody, yeah. right? That is, that is everybody, right? It's just a matter of, you know, when are you going, like, some days do you ignore, or I guess, yeah, some folks are better at ignoring that sense of anxiety than others. Um, yeah. And then I think, the people in Australia obviously don't have to grapple with U.S. politics as directly. They they still do because the U.S. domestic policy sets domestic policy here. Um, but nothing is as urgent. It's all still um, it's all still like a game. It's all still like two big idiots, you know, being idiots. Uh, I, I saw an advertisement for like betting on the U.S. election, which is illegal in the U.S. as a U.S. citizen, but it's not illegal anywhere else. And it's just like there's a little there's like a little cartoon Trump man who's like doing an impression of Trump and like making what I view as the destruction of my own country entertainment for profit, which is it is baffling. I I don't know because you can come out on either side of that whatever your political opinions are if you feel as strongly as I do about the state of America and its path to being its path to civil war uh, making that entertainment and something you can bet on seems immoral <laughs> I don't know I, it's just yeah, I don't know. It's just all of these little things that are constantly reminding me of the state of America, how little power I have over it, how much people are being hurt. Yeah. That's really upsetting to hear. Sorry. I shouldn't no, have brought it up. But, but I mean, like, uh, you know, the reason that we vote, the reason that we participate in this type of representative government and voting and all these other, like, but, uh, is because, you know, it, our, our lives and our livelihoods depend on it. So the idea yeah. that... But I mean, you know, all of this political chess and theater happens all the time, and yes. we all participate in various ways. This is just a particularly um, insensitive way of participating. Uh, yeah. But well, 
have you been hearing how I, I don't know are you have you taken a litmus test as to one you know how folks are are sort of swinging one way or another at least on the betting front oh no 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 i don't know anything Good. about the, the betting front okay. um the litmus test here is still s- strange it's uh it's like the whole concept of feminism doesn't seem as pronounced to the people that I'm around, which is like mostly travelers mm. who are from other countries, uh, which doesn't mean that there isn't. It, it just means like, especially now, it's mostly privileged white people ish. There's yeah, there's some asterisk to that, but it's it's not. <sighs> Feminism is still like a four-letter word in a way that I don't think it is as much in uh, the U.S. Mm. Like the concept of... I, I have a friend I've been traveling with to South Australia. Like she comes from rural Ireland where, you know, being gay... Being gay encompassed all of queer identity. And that was the only known option. And so mm-hmm. she's exploring gender and like what that means. And that's mm-hmm. very fascinating to see... Uh, coming from the perspective, I don't, uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess in college you start thinking about these things, but if you grow up in rural Ireland on a horse farm, uh, you 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 just hang out with horses all day. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, There's a sort of late bloomer phenomenon going on with this person. Would that yeah. be accurate to say? But that would imply that we, that implies a hierarchy that we know better, I know. and I don't want to say mm-hmm. that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so in general, I feel like um, maybe because of the successful programs of the lefty communist programs, things that we would call communist in in the United States, things like a universal healthcare system. Uh, I don't. I know it still costs money to go to school here, but I know it's a tenth of the cost. Uh, mm-hmm. Things like public transit that is very effective and clean. You know, things that we want as left voting Americans, which are, Mm -hmm. you know, called communist are just a part of the fabric of life, which I imagine is just sort of every government, wherever you grow up, you just sort of used to that. Um, that kind of makes the urgency that I feel in this election and in the previous one, uh, yeah, it makes that urgency not, not there because the things that Australians have are the things that I want. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's just, it's just a different, it's a different criterion. It's a different set of, uh, it's just a different, it's a different playground. It's a different, uh, different culture. Arena. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Sorry. I know I, I blathered all over many, uh, interesting and deep topics and I just sort of stumbled all over them, but that is the, that is the high level lay of the land. Yeah. No, no, no. I, I, I mean, I, I always find it fascinating, Taylor, that you have chosen this spot to uh, acclimate and assimilate to a degree, but also not. And I, I think that's a, I don't know, I appreciate and I always want to acknowledge and just, I don't know, <laughs> I, 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 I want to say sometimes I feel envious of that uh, adventurism and that sense of initiative. Uh, but it also sounds like a mixed bag too, and I just uh, I love that you're willing to share that knowledge and that uh, I don't know, yeah, it's uh, I don't know, I feel like I get to experience that with you. So well, good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah the thing yeah. that I feel like I miss that I'm missing is the thing that you have with um, 
with Vince and Tioli and, and David is like that mm-hmm. sense of comfort and people that you can just be yourself around in a way that uh yeah, I don't I don't have here for sure. Uh right. well yeah. I don't know. I have some friends, but it's just not the same and it won't right. be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 I mean, obviously, and you say this all the time, like just one or two or five of us need to just abscond to this other part yes. of the world and yep. it'll be okay. And you can just build that from there and it'll be like, <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, stuff's happened, but also nothing happened because we're here now. And, uh, yeah, it would be nice. Yeah. I, I, I can't wait to, to, to go there. And, and, and I mean it. Uh, I was yeah. looking at I was I mean I was looking at these messages with, with um, that I had sent through Messenger with another mutual friend John, yep. And uh, I I mean I hadn't seen him in person in in, in five years and we had another uh, we we finally had a, a messenger chat it was it felt so good, and I remember making all of these promises to visit him in Japan when he was there and I just yeah. I, uh, I did a lot of that where I really wanted to to see people and. I, I didn't and I want to say for uh, I don't know yeah, I, I just didn't wasn't adventurous or wasn't you know strong enough to to do all those types of uh, planning and risks uh, but I don't know if the, if this year has indicated anything planning doesn't really do a lot for you and, and risk yeah. is everything right risk is risk is uh, every day so You come in and out. All right, there you go. Okay. Yeah, that fixed it. Yeah, I, I, that, I do what I can. Just it was like one of those TikTok swipes. I don't know if you. Well, well, and then, no, then I'm not like on the. TikTok's his own. <laughs> TikTok's his own topic. I think. I I'm sure I'm sure it's great. People people describe it as like a, a place where, you know, people can feel happy in the way that. They describe it the way that the early stages of every social media platform seem to me, where it's like, uh-huh. oh, this cool new thing where all my friends hang out, and we share fun memes, and, and there's dogs, and we're playing the same games or whatever. And then there's, like, it grows bigger and bigger, and then eventually becomes not fun because people are being mean, and then it becomes all about your political identity because mm-hmm. you have this platform in which... You know, a couple hundred people of your closest friends are following you, and you have a responsibility to say, uh, if you're voting for Trump, you're voting for uh, chaos and civil war. <laughs> yeah. And then so it becomes yeah. not fun to use the the social media thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And, be- and, well, and because there's no way to divorce, right, that fun content yeah. and the, uh, yeah, the, the big influencer mobilizing stuff like that and you can't curate that even if you wanted to if the if the feed if the feed works like it needs to you'll you'll get every well well if it works like it needs to you'll get what you're looking for in the which is often well, i don't know like the is i mean you're, you're saying that there's this sort of inevitability that comes with these types of platforms right where it, it becomes more and more about uh mobilizing folks of particular political you know uh sect or what have you and yeah yeah you're just gonna get the same sort of messages and then yeah it does it doesn't become that fun thing that escape that was really yeah. kind of the point in the first place that escape yeah. the exhibitionism that's attached to it right it's just easier to just right 
divorce yourself from it, all of it in the first place, which that's the reason that most folks do. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But already, it's 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 probably messed with your brain chemistry enough, and the dopamine you know uh, that you <laughs> receive with any notification or affirmation of uh, yeah that. You're just hooked, and then so your thumb uh, goes directly to that icon that you know will give you a little mm-hmm. dopamine hit. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's the future is now. <sighs> uh, but yeah, I'm not on TikTok. I'm sure it's great, and I'm sure I, if I was, I would not like it in five years. <laughs> I already don't like it. I don't have it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. Oh. I don't know. I, I'm ready to not like anything. I'm ready. Yeah. I'm ready to be that person, just the the old man who. Uh, and maybe that's one of the things I mo- I, mo- I admire most about Vince, right? He's just like I read the Economist and the New Yorker, and I just you know, and I like. I of course I want to I want to emulate those things where I'm running, mm-hmm. like when I get my news and I want to, you know it's 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 on a weekly sort of uh, I don't know chunked right summarized basis it's not all of this like you know wham bam slam uh yeah. everything's immediate everything is urgent everything is yeah. uh, life or death all or nothing yeah i yeah maybe maybe that's part of the the difference between social media news quote unquote and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the new york times the economist uh wall street journal whatever you want to use is the immediacy and the sort of yeah, the urgency that comes in. If I'm scrolling through Instagram, I might see an Amnesty International urgent. We need to help to get this journalist out of someplace, mm-hmm. and and I'm like, uh, I'm right. just looking at dogs. Uh, sorry. And here's <laughs> a know? GoFundMe link, and here's a that, and this, 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 and <laughs> yeah. <sighs> I just really wanted to see a Shiba Inu have a watermelon. I didn't really need to think about. Oh, uh, that sounds so uh, really All cute. of the horrible. I know. <laughs> all of the horrible uh, <laughs> journalist practices. Uh yeah. Um, and I'm sure TikTok's great. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, that, it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. I preferred Vine. You know, yeah. I, a lot of people preferred Vine. It was it was simpler. It was shorter. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was, it was sillier. Uh, I'll still watch those compilations of of, of Vine stuff. Yeah. And it's it's still good. It still slaps. Vine is such. I want to do a deep dive on like the history of. There's got to be a YouTube documentary uh, of why that went away, right? And it, the only reason could be uh, capitalism because. Yeah, you can't possibly monetize content on six six seconds or whatever. Or you can't. I'm, yeah. sh- I'm sure you could because you can monetize content on a picture, right? And that's what Instagram that's is. True. And you can just. That's true. You could. Mm-hmm. I think the problem is that either they didn't want to be bought and they just were suffocated out by the big players, uh, mm-hmm. those being face- probably Facebook at that time, just Facebook. Mm-hmm. And Instagram was its own thing at the time. Mm-hmm. But yeah, either not wanting to be bought out or not being bought out because you have this problem of scale, especially with video, where. All right. We don't have to do a deep dive, but it, like obviously a video takes up more information. Just gonna make your own YouTube video, right? <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> what I'm doing. <laughs> a video takes up more information, and maybe it was less of a big deal in 2014. But like six seconds of video, the reason the six seconds is because it costs money to store six seconds, uh, and unless you have enough capital to support that, you can't keep adding more users. But the only way that your platform becomes valuable is if you keep adding more users and adding more content. So you have to beat that exponential curve and the only way to do that is if you already have enough money yeah 
Uh, yeah, yeah, and so I don't, I don't have a solution. Maybe Vine shouldn't exist just on the principle that we're just creating more uh, noise in the world. So maybe there's also that argument. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I, you know what? Here's the thing. I look at Vine through these rose-colored glasses, and yeah. uh, partly because I never really participated in it. It was all passive, right? It was all after the fact, right? Yep. It gave this veneer of... Uh, yeah, it was it was comforting, right? Uh, I never really participated in it, and uh, yeah, I liked it for that way. I, I didn't I didn't have to be part of that risk. Yeah. So uh, TikTok, I, I think all the more reason, yeah, because it has such capability of I, I don't know doing doing so much, and and and, and the, the, I also find the I'm not nearly creative, funny. Um, uh, and self-interested enough to make that type of content, you know, I mean, like, uh, it's, I guess in Instagram, it's, it's, it's easier. I don't know. I, 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 I feel like, again, we always come to this point of like, oh, social media, how much does it enslave us and, and, you know, and ensnare all of our, you know, uh, abilities to, uh, have free, I don't know, exercise free will and, how much of it is just another part of the capitalist corporate machine and that, but yeah, uh, it's fine. It's fine. It is crazy to know that in 2010, when I was in high school, if I said, Hey, you know, it was like a, it was a dumb sort of boomer meme to be like, stop looking at your phone. You guys are all addicted. Mm -hmm. Uh, they were right, but they were right for the wrong reasons. Uh, and they did it, so... <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, yeah, the idea that you, you like, we're tapping these icons and we're getting dopamine hits and we're addicted to them, and nobody... I mean, there's hearings in Congress all the time, but if you've ever watched one of those, it's the, the oh. dumbest people... It is... The people in Congress know nothing about anything, and I know that that is just, like, a common American right-wing phrase to say, is that the people in Congress are dumb, but... Dang, they know really nothing about uh, phones and apps and technology. Uh, yeah, and the, wrong, the, idea that... the wrong people have been in charge for a long time. <laughs> the wrong people have been in charge for a long time. Yep. Exactly. Whenever I see something I want, that's only you know let's say it's less than twenty dollars let's say it's the avocado on the it's the guacamole in the chipotle burrito i'm always mm. like i will never miss the dollar because i will likely always have access to more than a dollar you know what i mean it okay. is very unlikely that one dollar will ever make or break me which is a trap because it's not one dollar it's every time you go to the guacamole section it's another yeah, it's dollar mm -hmm. yeah at the same time it is only a dollar for what i want you know i don't know how much is happiness huh? worth how many dollars is happiness worth god <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh i don't know it depends how how little happiness is out there and uh <laughs> it's based on uh, supply oh. it's based on supply <laughs> oh. Is there an is there a Chipotle equivalent in Australia? Is yeah, there just it's Chipotle? called. They, uh, they might have Chipotle, but the Chipotle equivalent is Zambrero. It's fine. That... There's a little okay. more lime in the rice. <laughs> lime I'd and like cilantro. That. Yeah, I'd I actually like actually, a little bit more it's lime. It's competitive. Yeah, yeah. 
I think it's worth a try. Zimbrero, uh, half a thumb up. <laughs> this is not an endorsement for Zimbrero. This is not a sponsor. This is not sponsored no, content. They're, they're probably bad people. Yeah, Gosh. we don't know. Yeah. Would you want t- sponsored content? What do you like mean? If you, if, if you, well, I guess if you were ever in a point in your uh, social media or your uh, I don't know, manufacturing content life where, yeah, you, there was the, the potential for big bucks through, you know, uh, by creating content that was sponsored, would you say yes to it? And I guess, Obviously, you know, it depends, right? It depends on, it depends yeah, on the, yeah. yeah. Obviously it depends, but if it's like Nikon and I use their camera and I don't know, I don't know which one I use, it's Canon or Nikon and it's one of them <laughs> and I never know which one it is. But if whichever one I'm using says, hey, we'll give you uh, $500 to say this was shot on a Nikon or Canon camera. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but not if it's a sports bet, which is the betting company in which you can bet on the U.S. election. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You've, you've, yeah. You've, you've got some sort of barometer. Where, like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I would have to do my research. I think that's that's the thing, right? Like, I want I want to be able to say that, like, uh, and I wouldn't want to look silly if I was happened to be sponsoring something that, oh no, it's it's actually evil. <laughs> I would. But, I'm trying to figure out if I would do something like McDonald's. We'll just use them as the prototype mm. evil corporation. But if I could make it so obvious that I was making fun of them, you know, if you can walk that line where it's like, it's winking. I'm being, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm being paid by McDonald's to show you this picture of an octopus. Uh, by the way, <laughs> chicken nuggets aren't real. <laughs> you know, they're made of humans. <laughs> The blood of humans who have been killed in union strikes, <laughs> funded by you know if I it, this this probably a way uh, you could weave that line. Uh, I can't do it off the top of my head right now. Um, if if I could get past whatever censors McDonald's has, then maybe maybe. Yeah yeah yeah. If if some corporate executive at McDonald's didn't understand just satire. Yeah. Right. right. And right. that's exactly what I would play on. Is is you can't understand. You can't be cool and you and rich. You can't be cool and you can't be a CEO. It's like you can't do that. I you, I think you're absolutely right. Uh, actually, case in point, somebody uh, Tioli showed me a uh, video of uh, the Domino's CEO trying to pedal. I don't know if you've seen this. This uh, on the, uh, Domino's Japan, the 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 way that you can it's through an app and you can order pizza, but it's also see an anime character and somehow like voice control this character to, I don't know, dance on your pizza box or do all these other other things. And uh, of course, all it's right. the weird cinematography and the weird uh, gestures, the way that the video or the CEO tries to sell this to you. But also, I mean, this person's the CEO. They'd be more comfortable. I don't know, just golfing rather than yeah. saying you know yeah now featuring Hatsumine Miku with the theme <laughs> yeah. song for you oh gosh uh, unless they're a founder right you don't really need you know get that same type of enthusiasm yeah them. yeah it's well uh, the idea of coolness is so relative but it's the same way like I know that I'm too old now to be on TikTok, but you know, like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. there's a TikTok about being 28 and going on TikTok and how that is funny. So yeah. I know that I'm too old for TikTok, even though I mean, of course, I could make an app and you can be a famous 30 year old TikToker. But you know that, that it is just not 
cool, right? Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. my self-awareness of knowing what's not cool will go away. <laughs> there will be a point. I think there's a point in which you become so powerful where you just you're just surrounded by yes men is like the, the simplest way. But uh, yeah, it is great yeah. that you can't be cool and powerful. Uh, you know, with a couple asterisks. Right. Yeah, you either have to be powerful, or you have to be really, really old. Where it's you don't, this, you... yeah. Mm -hmm. It's similar to the way that like there aren't funny conservative comedians because being conservative means maintaining status, the status quo, and mm -hmm. subverting the status quo is like a the major foundation of comedy. Is like you have to be able to say this is wacky. And you can't do that if you're also saying uh, the nor right. normal right. is normal. Gosh, I don't know. I'm not really looking forward to being old. I say this, you know, with my birthday coming up in like three weeks. You know, it's yeah. 29. 29 is not important, but uh, the idea of being old, uh, I think the uh, sure the not, you know, giving a damn is pretty you know like oh like just sort of the sense of fearlessness you know, that yeah. feels pretty earned or at least i don't know uh but the the de deterioration of my body and eventually yeah. my mind yeah would uh not happy about that sounds like a bummer it does sound like a bummer so uh did i ever tell you i think i think i did i had a uh co-worker who uh yeah sat right next to me in the beginning of the year she uh she died and she was pretty old. She's 78. Okay. And uh, I thought she was pretty sharp. But, you know, cancer, right? And wow. And getting old. And it just... Oh. The, and the, you the spent the last year of your life sitting next to you? I know. No offense, yeah. but it's like... No. The, but... Yeah, she should have spent it, you know, with grandkids and, and traveling and yeah, doing all exactly. of that stuff, right? Yeah. Uh, I, I would say that, I mean, cancer pretty, you know, is, is, is pretty bad way to spend your last couple of days and it you know really impacts your ability to to navigate and you know and just yeah. sort of function but i i agree that this person I, I find it interesting that this person found a lot of um identity and uh sense of purpose going to an office they yes. had they had retired and then they came back yeah and the uh oh, yeah i have opinions about this it, Okay. Uh, yeah, bring them. Bring them on. The yeah, the idea that people, I think of work as something to minimize in order to maximize my real life, which is not going to work. Just in general, not nothing against my uh -huh. my employers uh -huh. or uh -huh. my. Uh -huh. It's just like the principle of doing something that I have to do to survive is going to make me not want to do that thing. Uh -huh. So I'm going to, yeah, I mean, this is, this is just capitalism. Minimize your costs and maximize your uh, profits personally on the personal level. level. Uh, so the idea, but I, I know, and I've worked with people in uh, many jobs that do define themselves by being able to please the company or the boss or... Uh, which is also different than finding a sense of purpose in working with people, because I think you can do that without money changing hands uh, mm -hmm. and without a hierarchy of an employment employer relationship. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Um, but I think e people even like want that. Yeah. So I don't I don't shame her for f 
for wanting that sense of purpose and going to an office and working with people. That all makes sense to me. Uh Um, But it is wacky that you can, obviously, industries are built on that principle. The idea that people want to find purpose in their life and that you profit off of that because you're valuable as an employer for providing a place for somebody to go to work for you. I know I just described, we always talk about the same things, but that's what it is. <laughs> that's what it is. That's, 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 that's the conundrum. That's the, the situation that we're in. I, yeah. I, I don't know to, to lose sight or awareness of that would uh probably uh take out some of the essence of the show which is you know I, I, yeah I, i'm okay with uh i'm okay with it being the theme uh yeah i'm, I'm okay with it being a popular uh kind of sticking point it, yeah it certainly animates us and we certainly uh talk about it uh or yeah. have, have something to say about it so do do what you love they always say oh uh, yeah man they won't feel like work at all yep that was a lie that's <laughs> not work is work is still work work is still yeah, put I think we need better definitions of work because work work and labor uh, it is work for me to run um, a, a race a 10, 10 miles it's work for me to run but nobody's paying me for it and I'm doing it of my own volition but it also makes me a, a better person theoretically mm-hmm. but it is also it is still effort uh, I don't know I just always come to this like I'm always explaining what I'm doing and and sometimes I'm working on personal projects but the word work doesn't really apply because it's not employment and mm-hmm. that is what people are usually uh, if you're trying to find housing let's say uh, that's what they're usually asking about it's like what do you do for money to survive I don't know we need a, a finer finer grain definition of, of work yeah yeah and it, 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 it can't just be um smashed into like you know you work and therefore you are right mm-hmm. you work or therefore you know you you demonstrate this type of value to society and you know or your ability to uh yeah somehow contribute yeah i don't know i mean we i mean that if we to go back to feminism right if, if we you know, talk about the work that you know caregivers or folks in uh you know, traditionally uh domestic or maternal or you know uh, uh, nurturing the let's say yeah. roles that don't have that type of you know unless you're in the daycare but you know what i mean is that sure. plenty of what we would call women's work has never had a paycheck attached to it Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That is the yeah. classic example of uh, labor, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of unpaid labor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I, I I would love to stop working, and um, and you know, I get I get increasingly caught in conversations with like financial advisors about like retirement and all this other stuff, and but yeah. like millennials are probably never gonna stop working, given that what we need to. Yep. um remedy and remediate and um if that's what it takes i don't i don't again like again this definition of work needs to change but um, yeah i don't know i did it just seems like a long way to go just to to age and then to uh, work and, and have those things converge and i, I don't know yeah yeah okay well uh, Taylor, as always, it's it's great to talk to you. It's great to have this podcast. Uh, when we meet again, it, we're gonna have probably a lot to talk about. 
probably a lot yep. of emotional uh intellectual Ugh. a lot of just just a lot of a lot of reactions to what's going on and, and, and also the sense of like okay well the past four years have gotten to this point and now what right you know can, can we start can we start spelling out what does the next day the next month the, the next four years look like and uh how are we gonna i don't know how are you gonna cope uh, I don't know. Let's not think about it until after the election because we can't plan. There's a pretty big decision that has to be made before our lives can really do anything. There's bigger mm-hmm. things than ourselves. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. No, but, well, uh, till yeah. then. Always uh, a pleasure. Thanks. Thank you, Ryan. Oh, yeah. I love you. I love you too. Um, To our listeners. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> okay, I'm a-